The Subscription Box Show, Episode 6. There's a lot to learn when it comes to e-commerce and subscription boxes. Whether you're a new or existing business, your list of questions can seem endless and daunting. Welcome to The Subscription Box Show where you'll hear high-quality, unbiased views and strategies from top industry leaders. Whether we're talking one-on-one with business professionals or deep-diving into thought-provoking case studies, we'll find the answers to your questions because this is the show you've been waiting for. Now, let's think inside the box with your host, Eric Music. Welcome to the Subscription Box Show. I'm your host, Eric Music, and I want to help you build, grow, and even start your very own subscription box business. Tune in three days a week as I interview the top entrepreneurs, leaders, and subscription box owners in the industry. You'll be able to take their knowledge, experience, and expertise and apply it to your business. Hey, welcome to the Subscription Box Show. I'm your host, Eric Music, and today is our weekly Friday segment called Focus Friday, where we deep dive into a subject that is specific to the subscription box industry. And today, we deep dive into the world of boxes. When it comes to our industry, most people start with an idea, then maybe a logo, then comes with a name, and so on and so forth. Eventually, maybe you come up with a landing page or a website. Before all of that, how many of you really take the time to think of what kind of box you're going to use? So today, I want to give you some more information when it comes to your options, some useful insights, and maybe hopefully some things that you haven't thought about, some things that might be able to both educate you and help you make a decision when it comes to picking a box company for your company. But before we get into today's Focus Friday, I want to quickly ask you to please share this podcast with anyone you think would benefit from it. Best place to send them is to this podcast trailer. It will give them a quick idea of what we are all about here at the Subscription Box Show. I'll have a link in the show notes, but they can also find it at thesubscriptionboxshow.com. I'd also ask that you please rate and review the show on iTunes and hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcast player. This will ultimately help the show by growing the audience. So thanks in advance for that. And thank you for taking the time out of your lives for listening to this podcast. I truly appreciate every single one of you. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's Focus Friday on boxes. So let's start with what your actual box means to someone buying it. I believe you should always have quality at the forefront of most of the decisions you're going to make. And this one is no different. Your box is your storefront. I believe creating a great customer experience is key. And part of that is when someone receives your box, they want to see and look at something that looks and screams quality. Think of your own experiences. Have you ever purchased a subscription box or just anything online or even at a store where the first impression you got when receiving the packaging or looking at the packaging was less than impressive? Did the outside of the box give the impression that the stuff inside was going to be amazing? Or did the look of the box leave you less than excited to find out what was going to be inside? So having a subscription box business today is way more than buying discounted products at a sample size and throwing it all together in the cheapest possible way. Today, people expect quality and maybe more than that, they want an experience. They want value and the anticipation of receiving a quality box is what will set you apart from your competition. 
And if you don't deliver on that quality value and the promise of something special, you can probably be sure of two things that potentially will happen. One of them is that they probably won't buy from you again. Your churn rates will go through the roof. And another one is that they're probably going to tell other people about their bad experience. So think about those kind of things when you're putting together an idea uh, or searching for a box company or what type of box you're going to be using. A general rule of thumb, the smaller the box and less weight that is inside the box, the less your shipping will cost you. So it's all about your profit margins and you want to be able to fit something that's going to fit in your profit. You want to be profitable from the beginning. However, when you're looking for a box, look at some of the intangibles that I'm going to talk about today. Think about it. The box you put out to the world says a lot about your company. A cheap looking box with cheaper looking products inside equals I want nothing to do with this company ever again. Compare that to a great looking box filled with quality products that will solve a customer's pain point and offers incredible value. This equals word of mouth and most likely some loyal customer retention. So take one of my wife's favorite boxes, for example. My wife is a big fan of FabFitFun. Uh, it's probably her favorite subscription box. So here's a company, if you look at them, they kind of do everything right. You look at their website and they have a beautiful looking website. Everything is clean and crisp. It tells you exactly what they offer. It tells you the value that they offer. It tells you exactly how it works. So the whole customer experience from the site to the checkout is, is smooth. And then you know when you're receiving your box and when you do receive the box, what a great looking box. That thing has print all over it and it's always different every quarter. So here's a company who knows how to deliver the ultimate customer experience. You get fantastic looking boxes that scream quality. A lot of care and thought was put into that box. My wife literally can't wait to open her FabFit box when it comes through the mail. But if you're just starting out, I get it. You most likely don't have a massive marketing budgets and dedicated teams of people who are sole purpose is to make these great looking boxes and to design the website and have all these split A-B tests that they put out for their Facebook ads. I get it. But for now, let's just look at that as an option of what a good quality box looks like. When we were looking for a box, we wanted to make sure to fit into our profit margin and fit into our budget, a box that was eco-friendly, 100% recycled material, even the ink on the box is from algae. It's everything is eco because that's part of what was our, our mission statement was to be super eco-friendly. So we had to make sure we had a good looking box. So we worked with a company that, which I'll get to at the end, that really handheld us through the process and was able to give us a good looking box at a good price. So it can be doable even in the early stages. You just have to put some thought into it. So I can't wait to get into some of this stuff. I'm not going to get into all the very um, granular number stuff just because I think anyone can Google search that kind of thing. You know, what kind of companies to look for, that sort of thing. I don't think you need to know that. You know, you can Google box companies and you're going to have a ton of stuff. I think when it comes to companies, you should think about what type of company do you want to work with. You want to work with um, just to the lowest price. Okay, that's one option, lowest price. And then if you want to have something in the middle where it's a little, maybe a little more quality, something that's North American, was it made in Canada? Is it made in the USA? Is it made in China? Something to look at there as well. How accessible is it? Those are things to look at, right? Is it eco-friendly? If it's an eco-friendly box, your, your options are not unlimited anymore. You have to work with certain kind of companies and they are out there. There's a lot of great options if you're on the eco side. And more and more, something else to consider is that I think customers today, people buying these boxes are looking to see what kind of packaging is out there. Because if there's a lot of plastic, if it's maybe made from virgin or non-virgin materials, that makes a difference how the customer perceives your business and your, your platform. And they will be vocal about it. And there will be, no doubt be some people that won't be happy with the fact that you're using boxes and um, maybe extra waste that is not made from recycled content. So those are all things to consider when you're putting out there and it has to align with your business model. So 
let's assume you haven't sold a box yet. If you haven't sold a box yet, this is going to be useful for you. If you have already have your boxes, this is still something you can change and pivot the next time around. And I see it all the time. Actually, you see it on Facebook groups where people that bought, you know, X amount of boxes and decided it wasn't the right fit for them. They want to switch to a different style and they put them for sale, that kind of thing. So you can always change and pivot when it comes to that sort of stuff. But a good place to start, I'd say for one, is head over to the subscription box and listen to episode two. In that episode, I chat with Saloni Doshi. She's from Eco Enclose and she's the owner and CEO. And we just, we, we talk about all kinds of different things in know, different aspects from the box industry. But we didn't get a chance to get into everything. Uh, just the way the show is, we're limited on time. So here's some of the things that we didn't get a chance to get into. So these are some of the intangible things that I want you to look ask yourself when it comes to choosing a box. Some of the things that you won't be able to maybe find a Google search. So ask yourself these questions. Questions to ask yourself first are, what does your company stand for? Are you promoting yourself as an eco-friendly or sustainable company? If so, your options are good, but they're definitely more limited. Would a type of box company you buy from affect how your company is viewed or how you promote yourself? For example, if you promote yourself as being eco-friendly, but you're not buying an eco-friendly box, clashing with your message, your message is saying two different things. What box size are you needing? Do you need multiple sized boxes? Have you considered the shipping price of your desired box size? Again, go back to the general rule, smaller the box, less of the shipping cost. But usually every shipping company will have kind of like a minimum and maximum size before it gets to the next price point. So look at that, you know, shipping calculators, a great resource for a general shipping calculator. I found was on CrateJoy. CrateJoy has a great shipping calculator. So if you go to CrateJoy, you can find some stuff there. And they're an example of a great company who've partnered with a great box company. They've partnered with BoxUp, I believe. So, you know, some options out there are like two in one. So uh, make sure everything fits in your price though. Eco-friendly or cheapest possible price. Yes, we've talked about that. Do they ship to your location or country? What is the cost of getting your box order to your location? Do they ship it for free? What's their MOQ? If overseas, how are you bringing them in? Especially now with COVID-19, you might have issues if you're ordering from Asia, for example, through Alibaba or one of those kind of sites. Yes, you're going to pay maybe less, but what does that look like right now during these kind of uh, crises and pandemic moments? Can they add print on the box? And if so, can they do it on all sides? How many colors can they print? Some companies do have a max, you know, two colors or, you know, whatever it is. And for every extra color, Keep in mind, they might have additional costs. What is their cost if you have to custom cut the box or add custom colors? If it's not an all-in-one solution, what are your printing options and the costs involved there? Does the company you're planning to use have a design team if you need your box designed professionally? Are you planning on using stickers or stamps? And does your box manufacturer have other packaging solutions? So void fill, cushioning, decorative paper, all that kind of thing to complete the box because... I mean, if you can get everything from the same packaging company, what is your cost per box landed at your door? That's the number one thing. What is your cost going to be? And those things will vary, of course, from you'll hear anything from 50 cents to $4 to $5. I'm not too sure what the average would be. I'd say right in the middle somewhere is a dollar or $2 per box. It's probably kind of like an average, but that doesn't mean in the beginning, you might have to pay a bit more if you want that quality box. And as you're able to grow your business and you're able to make bigger orders, your costs will, of course, go down all things to consider. So these are some of the questions you should ask yourself. Here are some of the intangibles I think you should ask yourself. How's their customer support? Are they easy to get a hold of? Does the staff seem to care? Or are they straight up friendly? Uh, you might be able to get a hold of someone quickly, but if A, it's not the same person all the time, and B, if they seem to just be passing you on to get to the next customer and truly don't want to really maybe help you, that can be frustrating. 
Can you have one designated support staff to build a relationship with and work with? Or do you have to get a hold of someone new every time you have a problem and you have to waste your time explaining to them that problem again? So I, for example, the company we work with, again, I'll tell you at the end, which it is, the company we work with, they have a designated support staff that works with us. So they know us, we know them. Every time there's a problem, you don't have to restart to explaining your whole business and what it stands for. They already know who we are and it's easy to get right into facing the problem and not have to waste time trying to um, explain you know, what's going on. They know what's going on and they're on top of it. And they're super friendly. And I think that totally helps when you know that they care and they're not just there to you know, pass you on to the next person. Great ways to do it is check out reviews, check out what other people are saying about them. This is a huge part of your business and you want to be proud of your box. Again, it is your storefront. Be sure and be confident in that decision. So I got a few other things to talk about regarding boxes, but first let's thank our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by louisandleia.com. Are you or someone you know expecting a new baby? Then you know that preparing for the birth of your child regardless if it's your first or your fourth, can always seem overwhelming. Sound familiar? Then let Louis and Leia help prepare you. Not only does Louis and Leia have nine amazing boxes, but they also have resources that you can download for free, and those will completely change the way you view having a baby. Louis and Leia want to help make the preparation easy and convenient for you. And if you're not sure what to get someone for a push gift or for a shower gift, this is perfect. They deliver all over Canada and the USA. And what's cool is that this is a family-run business that prioritizes being eco-conscious. Louis and Leia delivers from birthday to birthday. Visit louisandleia.com to discover your box today. That's Louis, L-O-U-I-S, and Leia, L-E-A.com. And as a bonus for the listeners of this show, use discount code BABY at checkout and save an additional 20% off. Louis and Leia. Com. Okay, we're back. We're going to close this up by finishing with the a couple of other things I think are obvious to look at. So the next obvious thing to look at is what type of boxes are out there. I don't need to get to all the different companies, again, that offer these products. You can just, again, do a Google search. But just these are kind of the typical things you'll find when it comes to subscription box industry boxes. So when you think of the classic subscription box, you're thinking of you're probably thinking of a presentation style box, a tab locking box. I don't have the actual stats or numbers to back this up, but I'd venture to guess that probably the majority, I don't know what the numbers would be, 60, 70, 80% of the boxes use this type of box. Definitely the majority. That doesn't mean if you want to be different, you shouldn't. There's other great examples. And depending on what you're shipping out, if you're shipping out a magazine or a book or something smaller, you don't need to have presentation style box or a tab locking box. You can offer different things. So more and more companies are offering uh, mailers and eco-friendly mailers, that sort of thing. So ma- under mailers, you'll have rigid mailers, bubble mailers, padded mailers, craft mailers, envelopes you can even use depending on what you're using. Bags now, you have eco-friendly bags, you have non-eco-friendly bags, all those kind of things, flap and seal bags. Boxes, again, there's a ton of different things out there, but kind of the more popular ones probably, of course, is the ever popular tab locking box, also known as the presentation style box. Uh, You have literature mailers are also used. RSC or regular slitted container is your typical moving box. These aren't used that much, but sometimes you'll see them if you order, say, for example, from I'll use FabFitFun and you order two boxes or a box with custom order from their shop, you're going to get probably your FabFitFun box inside of this big RSC box, which I'm not a fan of. It's a lot of waste of of product, to be honest. 
and it kind of takes away from the presentation. So keep that in mind. One panel folder for a magazine or something small like that can be used. These are some options. Again, use the shipping calculator from desired shipping source to see what the minimum and maximum dimensions are before the certain price jumps. Again, general rule of thumb, less weight, smaller the box, less you're paying for shipping. Now that we've considered some of these things, let's move over to the design. And I don't want to get too much into the design of this stuff, but it is important that I do touch on it because there is a certain look to your box that you're going to want to have. You don't want to have a quote unquote ugly box. So design a good looking box is definitely at the forefront. Unless you're a graphic designer though, it can be expensive to do, but I still recommend if you can somehow pay for it that you outsource this. If it's not in your budget, you might want to consider stamps or start something like that. You could get a stamp where you place your logo in the middle of the box. I remember going to a trade show and it wasn't a subscription box company. I think they were doing like barbecue sauces or some kind of like, maybe it was a cocktail mixing box. But what they did is they had a shirt printing machine. I don't know what they're called. And they printed their logo on their box that way. So it saved them a ton of money. It still looked pretty decent. It was a stamp. It wasn't a sticker. Personally, I don't recommend stickers. I think if they fall out, I'd be worried about them falling off or peeling. It just takes away from the look. The only place I will put stickers is inside the box to fold the papers and kind of have that on there. Or if you have like on your your presentation box, if you put a sticker to seal the box, those sort of things. Other than that, I would stay away from them. They just don't scream quality in my opinion only. But stamps is probably your cheapest thing, but I'd still would stay away from that. I would honestly find a way to budget a graphic designer and design yourself a nice logo. And then they can design that logo on the box the way you want it. So if you wanted some look, you know, some things inside and outside on the sides and the back at the bottom, they can do the wrap on that for you. So hire a graphic designer through your local network is a great way to do it. Search through your Facebook or Instagram. What's nice about this is that you can actually see their work, see if it fits your style. Just like a tattoo artist has a certain style, so do graphic designers. They all have their kind of different styles. So find someone that fits that unique style you're going for that's going to feed that design to your niche. And get a quote for their total work. Try to avoid hourly rates because if you can find together, say you want the work is to do the logo and to wrap it around the box and this is your box size, so on and so forth, they can give you a pretty good price right off the bat. They'll say it's X amount of dollars and you guys can negotiate from there. Another great way to hire a graphic designer is through Upwork or Online Jobs PH. Again, same thing. Whatever you do, agree to a price before. I don't suggest going through the hourly rate. The other option is to get the company you chose to place the logo on your box. So assuming... Uh, maybe you do already have a logo. Some box manufacturers will have a design department that can potentially do what you're looking for. It's definitely worth asking. I know the company we worked with, my wife happens to be a graphic designer, so I'm super blessed on that part. She was able to do the whole thing. But the company we do work with for our boxes actually have a design team. So they would have been able to do that. So it was great to, uh, my wife was able to talk with them to set that up. So to recap, just remember that your box is your company storefront. It needs some curb appeal. It will say a lot about who you guys are, what you stand for, and who you serve. Okay, so people will judge the box, whether you like it or not, before they open it, and will tell other people about it. Another thing to think about is the platform you're going to be using to power your website. Some will offer partnerships or collaborations with box companies. Some won't. Sometimes it's priced in, sometimes it's not. So I'm not promoting any particular one. I'm just saying it's something to look at. Companies out there are definitely starting to collaborate or thinking about collaborations. Bottom line is your bottom line. Do your research, know your numbers. You can't take a shortcut with this one. Start with one box, order a sample if you need before you do anything else. See how it feels, see how it looks. Once you get the sample, fill out your box with your content and product and make sure it fits in there before you order a lot of boxes and go around and ask people, your avatar, if this is something they even want. 
once you know that your products will sell and your box can sell, it can just be in a plain, regular white or craft a box in the beginning just to show people and let them know, yes, there will be a design that's going to look this certain way. But once you have a product you know will sell, then you can start your pre-launch and then go ahead and get your numbers ready for your boxes. Depending again on the company, your MOQs can be as low as 250 all the way to 10,000 and up and up, right? So those are all things to consider. Sometimes the cheapest box, that's 50 cents a box, you might need to order 10,000 of those things. So keep that in mind. Whereas the, the companies that offer a lower MOQ typically will have better customer service. Not always, but typically will. And they're typically going to have uh, someone that's going to be working with you and giving you kind of like holding your hand through the whole process. So I'm going to now reveal who we work with. We work with Eco and Close. We ultimately picked them for a couple of reasons. One is that they're super eco-friendly. Everything they offer is, is an all-in-one. They have a design team. They have a dedicated staff member. They're super friendly. They're super quick to answer. The whole packaging solutions from the fill, the void, all that stuff is all eco-friendly. So it fits with what we want our message to be, which is we are an eco-friendly company for moms and babies. They also offered low minimum order quantities, MOQs. It was, I believe, 250 was the MOQ, which was crazy for us. We thought we had to order 5,000 or 10,000. We just had to order 250 to start. That was amazing because also we had to order multiple sized boxes because we have different uh, things that we ship out. So that was fantastic. The whole process working with them was super easy and it's just the reviews were good. So I can't recommend them enough. They've been fantastic to work with for us. That's my experience only. That's all I can talk about. No, I am not an affiliate, so I won't get any sales if you go to uh, Eco Enclose and buy some boxes from them. But if you do, tell them that you found out about them through this show. Find your company, find your box. And if you have any questions, feel free to get a hold of me, eric at the subscriptionboxshow.com, or you can hit the contact button at the subscriptionboxshow.com. So in the end, I hope this was helpful. Again, the granular number stuff, don't worry about that too, too much. You can find that on your own. It'd be a nightmare to try to do this over a podcast. So I do have some more stuff, like I said, for the blog option on the website. But other than that, I hope this helps. And just remember the main thing, keep your costs as low as you can, make it fit in your profit margin, make sure it aligns with what your vision is for the company and make it look good. No matter what you do, just make it look good and have a quality product there to share with the world. It does say a lot about you and your company. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this week's Focus Friday. If this episode helped you, then please go ahead and share it with everyone you know in the subscription box industry that could learn and grow from it. If you want more information on boxes, then please make sure to go to the subscriptionboxer.com and click on the blog option. In there, I do have a blog written specifically on boxes with a little bit more detailed things. And if you simply want to get a hold of me, you can do so on our Facebook, Facebook groups, on Instagram, at The Subscription Box Show. Everything is at The Subscription Box Show. Or you can simply send me an email at eric at the show.com or at the show.com. click on the contact option. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Eric Music. And remember, words can inspire, thoughts can provoke, but only action truly brings you closer to your dreams. That's all for this episode of the Subscription Box Show. But your next unboxing is only a few clicks away. Head over to the subscriptionboxshow.com to connect with your host on social media or book a call to give your input on today's episode and what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes of the Subscription Box Show. Remember, don't be afraid of change. Be afraid of standing still. 